Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. It's your girl Miriam. Today, okay, I'm excited for this one. I'm not gonna lie. I've got my girl Maria Dre in the building. Hi guys. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna be a good one. She's um singer, songwriter, artist, music management for the likes of El Humpcho, all of the good, good stuff, big, big UK scene involvement in the industry. Okay, we've got to celebrate females in this game. I've got a couple episodes in regards to women in the music industry coming out. This is the debut, this is the beginning. Oh, oh, yes. Oh. You, you're the first. Oh, you're no, the first. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, it's really, really important to me that we start celebrating and giving women in these male-dominated industries their flowers because I feel like, you know, I've been in a, in a lot of different types of creative scenes and it's so uncommon do you know what i mean we yeah. don't really celebrate our wins anymore like well not anymore i don't think it's really ever been a thing for us mm. you know man them they'll hit their first million or their their first a thousand <laughs> a thousand views and they're out there partying <laughs> being dancing drinks popping bottles with us we're like no we need to go harder we need to go yeah. harder up until like we feel like we've really made mm. it but i really want to start providing a platform for particularly women because I feel like men you have enough I mean you can jump on if you want to jump yeah. on but you have enough you get this for the ladies yeah <laughs> and you know just start celebrating us so thank you so much for coming thank on. you for having me I didn't realize I was the first of this new of this kind of segment yes, so I'm honored yes. what a privilege yes. <laughs> thank you for having me how have you been Talk yeah good like since I last saw you, just mm. been working yeah. and um, writing, traveling a bit, enjoying mm. the summer. You see. And, you know, it's over now. But uh, um, Listen, yeah. you see, when you have money, it's summer anytime. But let me tell uh, you Oh, that. okay. Well, I haven't reached that. Uh, no, no, but we go, we go get there, <laughs> It's honey. coming, it's coming. It's it's coming. <laughs> this is the aim of this life because you see me when I'm balling, yeah, inshallah, the praise of God. Yes. Okay, with God's <laughs> blessings because I don't want to jinx myself. Yes. Wintertime is summertime because I'm not here. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. You have money, you can go find the sun mm. elsewhere. So, how, how do you do you travel alone? Have you ever done um, that? Before this year, I had never been on a plane by myself, oh, and wow. then this year, I've kind of just been majority of the flights that I have taken have been alone, which is which I was really really anxious about before okay. it happened. Yeah, but now it kind of just feels normal, which is weird, right? Yeah, so like I've done like long haul this year by mm. myself. Okay. I went to I went to Toronto. I went to Atlanta by myself. And I was Another like, ATL, oh, honey. <laughs> that was, yeah, what an experience. But yes. um, yeah, so my first time taking solo trips, then I'd recommend, you know, when people say, do it, take solo trips mm. or whatever. I agree. Like, it's a good, 100%, a good like, experience. With me, um, I started taking my first solo trip when I was 16. Oh, really? As soon as I said I can do it, my parents were like, go. Oh, that's <laughs> so good. Where did yeah. you go? I, my first ever solo trip um, back home because mm -hmm. I feel like my family wanted to test me out to, okay. get it, to see if I can actually even make it back home. Do you know <laughs> right. what I mean? So I went to Algeria for a month. And then after that, I went to Tenerife. I've been to Portugal. I've been to France. Damn. Oh, wow. all, all, all the small, small places okay. that are not that far. Um, definitely, definitely want to do a big solo trip. Like yeah. I want to go. ATL has been on my hit list for a while. So is New York. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm not super fond of America like that. Yeah. But there are the places I don't mind <laughs> course, going to. Exactly. It's true. Because I feel like it's not too far from home. It's a yeah. bit more familiar. Do you know what I mean? And it's a good place to visit. Like hundreds. Yeah. So you'll have a good time. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, let's get into it. I'm okay. excited. <laughs> I've got bare energy out of nowhere, but I'm excited. You I tell me wanna... to this. Yes, I want to. First of all, actually, quick question. Have you ever been interviewed? Um, no. I don't think so, no. How do you feel? Nervous. No. <laughs> I'm a bit scared, but... No. Not not about like the questions that you'll ask me or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Just more about me like going on the <laughs> mic. Like, Did you know? <laughs> word vomit in your yeah, life away. Like, that's that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. But yeah. Safe space. Don't be scared. I feel like when a lot of people don't know this, but it took me two years to start my pod before I actually start my pod. Oh really? Yeah. Purely based on like I don't it wasn't necessarily public opinion, mm. but I know myself enough to know that I don't actually care. Like I will say how I feel, mm. whether you like it or not. Mm. And then but you you get over it and it's not because of like how people react or anything like that. You get over it because it's about you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And no one can actually place judgment on your life mm-hmm. or like your story or your journey or anything like that. Um, so I definitely want to get into that. I want to okay. know everything about everything. Okay. Like how, like what made you go into the music business? How did it all start? Um, well, for me, like I've always wanted to do music. Like mm. um, initially, I guess when I saw myself in, involved in music, it was as a an artist. Yeah. I was like doing singing lessons as a child and whatever. And then I applied for the Brit school. Okay. I went there. You went Brit? Um, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. And um, I did music there. And like um, off the back of that, I made a couple of friends there. We were like in a three piece R&B girl group. Cute. And in my mind, like that was how it was going to. That was it. I was going to. She said Destiny's Child. L- literally. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, it didn't really work out. But not for the typical reasons. That right. It wasn't like, oh, we fell out or anything like that. They're right. still very much my good friend. We so love that. We love that. We love to see it. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. All right. Yeah. So I um was a part of a uh, three-piece R&B girl group. Mm-hmm. And then my parents were kind of like, you know, where's this going? Like, mm. what's, you know, all of our parents collectively were kind of saying, you know, if by a certain point you aren't seeing results yeah. or promise of something happening, we need you to go to uni because mm-hmm. like... What are you what, like, what are you gonna be doing? It's like there's no backup. Yeah, them, and yeah. It, and I think especially like with parents that like my parents are very supportive. It's never been a case of them like thinking you know, oh music's rubbish and da da da. But they do work in like a corporate environment. Okay. So they kind of, it is hard for them to kind of understand sometimes mm. that that the process to get somewhere in a creative industry is not straightforward. Yeah, it's not. There's no like direct it, blueprint. Yeah, it can happen anyway. Anyway, you can go anytime. to uni, it can happen. You can drop out of uni, it can happen. Yeah. Like it just, if it's meant to be and you're putting yourself in the position for it to happen, then it can. So yeah. I had to go to uni, which was like, in my <laughs> experience, a waste of time. But I wouldn't say it necessarily is for everyone, but for me, it was, I hated it. Mm. It felt like, you know, what am I doing? But at the same time, I felt like, okay, if I wasn't here, what would I be doing? Yeah. And I had no clue. Yeah. What did you um, do at uni? So I studied, um, it was a music uni. So okay. I studied creative musicianship was the name of the course, mm. um, specifically in vocals. So it was just, I guess the whole like premise of the degree was about developing yourself as an artist. Cool. But it was just, I felt, let me not go bashing the uni. I, Look. You can't, <laughs> listen, I'd just been done left It uni, wasn't okay. for me. I'll it's, just say that, okay? Yeah, yeah. I feel like uni is one of those things, <clears throat> yeah, where... Unless you're going to go down like a super academic route. Mm. I'm talking like doctors, lawyers, this, that and mm. the other. 
I feel like, yeah, go to uni, get that, because I don't want to ever go up to the doctor and he ain't got no degree, honey. So yeah, that's true. Free, you understand? <laughs> true. But I feel like as like I did a film degree, mm. um, because I come from like a film directing, creative directing background. And personally, I just I don't know. Like I was <laughs> I was barely there to even really form an opinion anyway. Honestly. And I just feel like I always said at the end of my degree that everything I did during those three years outside of uni has actually helped me develop my career way more than me Mm. just being in uni. Mm. And I think one of the things I'm grateful for is even though I don't necessarily care for uni and I don't think, I don't, I think it was a complete waste of time and completely unnecessary for me as a creative. I was grateful for that, like, balance do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean the fact that I could study and commit to something but also do 101 things to develop that Mm. outside of uni yeah because the people know you don't really know this but I never wanted to go to uni I tried to do an apprenticeship Mm -hmm. my my dad came to me he's like listen you're the first one to go to uni and started bawling his eyes out so I was like you know what yeah like I will go because Mm -hmm. it's important to 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 do that for your parents Mm -hmm. even though people are like don't go uni for your parents I'm a bit about that because you know, my parents never had the opportunity to go to uni. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They had to come here and build a life over mm. here from, you know, African countries that weren't striving, mm. that took things from them because of the white man and all this sort of stuff there. Mm. So <laughs> you got to just sometimes do the thing. Mm. But if you know what you want to do and your heart's not in it, mm-hmm. do it alongside that. Mm. Like now, you know, I graduate end of the month. Oh, congratulations. You know, my, thanks, baby. <laughs> I'm just excited for the robe, honey. I just want to pull up in the robe and just take my paper and go. That oh, same boomerang. <laughs> yeah, do you understand? The one that everyone has on the ground. Yeah. yeah. And then just to see like my parents be like, yeah, my daughter has a degree. Like mm. it might not be in, you know, an academic route, but mm. she has a degree and no one can chat to her. Um, but yeah, how, let's, let's go after uni. Mm-hmm. What were you doing? So I left uni in... 2018 and in my last year I started working um at the O2 (laughs) as a security guard oh yes ma'am I'm a security guard so don't play as you should (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I was working um like doing security and just like um managing a few of like the lounges that they have there Mm. and um the thing about that job is that I love the job I love the people there Mm. the environment like it was working with my friends. Right, yeah. But it was so easy to get comfortable. Mm. And it was like as much as I, I was making good money for like for what I was doing. Right. I was in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, but how am I gonna do what I actually want to do? Yeah. And then like COVID happened. COVID happened. Okay. And um I was put on furlough, so I was lucky one of the lucky ones in that sense. And um, I was like, okay, so now I have all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about finance because mm-hmm. I'm still being paid. Mm-hmm. I'm at home, can't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Like mm-hmm. now's my opportunity to try to, you know, take advantage of this free time and get into what I want to get into. Yeah. So I had always been, excuse me, okay. I'd always been looking at like um, internships and stuff. And I realized that there were like, majority of the internships were like in marketing that I would see in music Mm. and being honest it's not an area that I'm really interested in but my mentality was like okay I need to try to get my foot in the door kind Mm. of thing so I did like a a little online course that I paid for and 
in marketing and then was like looking for internships. Mm -hmm. And then I um, saw an advert for um, Jackie Davidson Management. Okay. And um, she was looking for an intern. I was like, yeah, I applied for that. Mm -hmm. Got that job. And that was on the, starting on the 1st of June Bang in 2020. Oh, wow. And then while I was, and it, that was like two days a week and it was working like with her roster and just doing like social media type things for mm -hmm. her roster. Um, and then I was thinking, okay, so that's like taking up two days of the week. Let me try and see if I can do something else. Right, yeah. And then like, this is the kind of where like my story, I feel in music really started. Began, this is like your turning point. Yeah, mm. because I um, I was like looking on, you know, LinkedIn, Indeed, everywhere, <sighs> typical. Damn. And I was like, okay, let me see Twitter. Mm. Maybe there'll be something on Twitter. Mm. So um, one thing about me in general, I like to follow people that are in music. I don't have to know you, but she's yeah. like, oh, okay, maybe I'll need a bass player. Maybe I'll need yeah, someone 100. who knows like, about, you know, PR or whatever. Yeah. So if I see that you're involved in the industry and, you know, we have mutuals and stuff, I'll definitely like follow. Mm. So this started um, because on Twitter I was following Zeon Richards. Okay. Who, um, he's, you know, worked in music forever. He's got a crazy network. Mm. <laughs> so I'd seen like loads of people that I knew, knew him mm -hmm. and only said good things about him. So I was following him and he retweeted a tweet from uh, an account called Uncle Crabs. Not Uncle. Um, <laughs> Uncle Crabs. Shout yeah. out to Uncle Crabs every Shout time. Out Uncle, honey. Um, and he was looking, he is actually one of the um, founders of Mixtape Madness. Bang him. And they were looking for an A&R intern. Okay. So I was like, oh, hi, um, I saw that you were looking for blah, blah, blah. Yep. Sammy um, up. Sammy up. Exactly. So I, um, I interviewed for that. Bang him. And um, so after the interview, he like, he was like, oh, you know, Based on your musical interests, I don't feel like this is the right job for you, mm. but I have another job for you that I feel would be, you know, perfect. Effort. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, Whatever sure, you're sure. willing to offer, I'll take e it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, okay, well, this would require another interview with um, another member of the team. Mm -hmm. And the job would be to intern for M. Huncho. Bang and on. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hello. <Sure. Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so probably like a week later, I, inter um, I interviewed interview went well and I was just waiting to hear back mm. and then um I heard back on the 1st of July okay. 2020 so a month after starting my other internship like oh this gosh. one yeah I got the job they put me to work straight away we love to and see I was it. just like yeah just juggling juggling both but really that like, didn't have anything else to do so it was like yeah mm. cool so um I was doing both of those things um at the same time and um going back to Jackie Davidson um she manages um like a crazy songwriter called Wayne Hector okay he's written like you know songs with Nicki Minaj yeah. like even Westlife the ones that when we were little like but the Westlife songs they got Westlife if you yeah. know about Westlife <laughs> yeah exactly wow that's so nice. Wayne Hector is like is a big big writer and she um Jackie managed manages him and has for most of his career like I think all of his career I might wow. be misspeaking but yeah. um yeah, so I'd expressed to her my interest in songwriting and she obviously has gets sent like beat packs and stuff like that. So she sent me a beat pack and she was like, okay, I'm setting you the challenge. Mm. Like, you need to write and every week I want to hear a new song and we're going to talk about it. Bang him. So every Sunday mm -hmm. I would send her the song. She would listen to it. Mm -hmm. She would call me and like spend time breaking it down. Like, this is what's good. This is what needs work, blah, 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 blah. That is so important. So important. I, and like, yeah. yeah, I feel like I owe her everything that like has happened since. Mm. 
she kind of laid the foundation for that yeah. to be able to happen. And and funny enough, like I've never met her. That's crazy. It's, it's a virtual relationship that we had because mm. it was all through COVID. So I've never been you know, in the same room with her. The fact that like you managed <clears throat> to find somebody that has, you know, all the success, all these credentials, like has had a big influence in the industry period and has given you like the time mm -hmm. like she's called you and spent time with you to mm -hmm. like run you through everything and you know correct you critique you like help you perfect your craft is so important because the industry especially in the UK whether it's mm -hmm. music whether it's the creative industry whatever I feel like is very very tight-knit mm -hmm. not a lot of people are willing to go the extra mile like people to let new people in that's what i'm saying like a lot of people mm -hmm. you know might give you a piece of advice and might help you and i don't think it's everybody's responsibility to help everybody that's mm -hmm. not what i'm saying mm -hmm. but i think especially when you see that potential or you see that spark in somebody or how much they want it take a little time out because that could have been you, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it's something that is so important to maintain the industry mm -hmm. and keep it going and almost like pass the baton down. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So shout out to her for doing yes, that. Shout Definitely. out to Jackie Davidson. Yes. Definitely. So I, I was doing that like every week for a couple of months. Mm. So I got a, a good few songs out of it. Yes, ma'am. And then like my internship with her um, ended and mm -hmm. I continued to work with um, M. Huncho. And um. And then after like interning for a few months, I was mm -hmm. made permanent member of the team. Uh, this is what we like to yeah. see. So, yeah, yeah, that was that was really, um, really an exciting time to be to know that like I kind of proven myself and yeah. like secured my place working yeah. with him. And um, what yeah. was what was like? Let's say the first few months because. You've gone from, you know, working, like leaving uni, working security, doing an internship, landing a banging internship with mm -hmm. somebody that is somewhat legendary, if yeah. I may, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. And then you've, through that, you've managed to become a member of an artist team mm -hmm. that is massive in the mm -hmm. UK. Like, mm -hmm. what was the first couple of months in that environment like for you like how did you feel I think because of COVID it was a bit different to how it probably would have been if I'd started now like it wasn't conventional everyone was trying to figure out you know how are we still gonna do shows and yeah you know it yeah. was like a time that's unheard of like mm. you know so I think it was a very unique experience mm. because you know we were all trying to figure it out but then as um when around the time when I was made permanent, he'd released um DNA, which was a joint mixtape um with yeah. Maeve Smalls. Yeah. Um so we were able to like the restrictions allowed us to do like pop-up shops and Bang yeah. So yeah. I got to like experience that for the first time. It was yeah. like a mini tour. We did like Bristol and Brighton and people were traveling from wherever to come and see him. So that was my first experience, like getting to see how it works in the flesh kind mm. of thing. So that was cool. Mm. Um, and at times I'll be kind of like pinching myself like, oh my gosh, like I'm actually being paid to be here to do this. 100%. And there were times where I would like dream of being able to work in music. like Right, yeah. And it's like, I'm doing this and... You're doing it with somebody that <laughs> is like established and made a name for himself. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's so important that people understand nothing in this life is out of reach. Mm. I think, you know, we see like a celebrity status or we see all these things especially through like america like mm -hmm. they've kind of 
are the beginning to a lot when it comes to like the music scene, the mm -hmm. film industry, stuff like that. And they've made their celebrities, they've put their celebrities, sorry, on such a high pedestal mm -hmm. that I feel like people, regular regular people, you know, that want to make a career and, and a living and something from these industries feel like it's so out of reach. Mm -hmm. And you're somewhat, well, no, no, you're not somewhat, you are living proof that you just got to go for it mm. and you never know what can come from it. Mm. Like you basically did all of that in a year. Yeah. Do you know what crazy. I mean? Like when you, when you think of it like that, like you've achieved so much in a year. And on top of that, you're, you know, you're, you're a singer, songwriter, like you do your own and you have your own, your own mm. music. Do you mm. know what I mean? You do, you have that passion for yourself. It's not like you're, this is just the be all and end all for you. Like mm -hmm. you want more for yourself. You have more for yourself. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you can even enter those circles and be successful, successful in that environment is amazing. Like, yeah. I love that for you. Thank you. Yeah, like I, honestly, is I, I know a lot of people suffered during co um, COVID. Yeah. But like for me, it was it was like life changing mm. experience mm. because like off the back of um, after DNA. He started to work on his debut album, which came out in so we're now in October 2022. Yes, May 20 <laughs> May 2022. Yes. So check that out, Chasing Euphoria. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> check it out. So um I was there from the beginning of yeah. like he, we did a few camps and he had like producers coming down and my role was to like deal with the <clears throat> administrative side of things, right. logistics and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So just to be sitting in the room, like with these producers that I've heard of and just watching it all happen, I was just like, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. And like, so the first camp that we did was in, um, we like hired out a house in Kent. Cool. Crazy house. Beautiful place. Of course. <laughs> M. Honcho money, baby. <laughs> and we, just had, we just had like, we had like Mira come down. Bang and we had Mahalia come down. Yes. And like loads of different producers come down. And I was just sat there like, wow, 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 wow. Mm. And thought to myself, Wow, wouldn't it be crazy if I was like able to like sing something just just cause yeah. like yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and um, so M had said like he had a vision for a song that he wanted a female vocal sample on, and um, he was like, yeah, yeah, this is kind of what the feel I want to go for, and I was like, I'll do it, like I'll do it. At that point, did they even know that you sang or was? I think artist? they did. They did know that yeah. I sang, but um, because it wasn't like your role. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't kind of yeah. Thing, yeah. And in my head, <laughs> as well, I'd kind of put that to the back burner because mm -hmm. I was thinking, okay, maybe you know, like shift my focus. yeah, my role doesn't involve me singing, mm -hmm. and I will always sing, 100%. and that's fine. But maybe like I enjoy doing this. Maybe my calling is in management, and like do dealing with the business side of things like mm. maybe so I'd kind of put it to the back of my mind but I was like do you know what he said it if this isn't God putting 100% God putting um an opportunity right in front of me mm. then I don't know what it is you know yeah. what I mean so that's, I was like that's if, if you don't ask you don't get so <coughs> exactly. if someone says something you better just hello exactly. <laughs> and I was like like I was the only girl in the room ah. and I was just like surely hello surely I can try yeah and Why if he not? doesn't like it, like he's he's he's, you got he's well within his rights to not like it. Right. But I I tried. Hundred percent. So he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
yeah, give it a go. I'm going to just go take a break or whatever because he'd been recording for some time. Yeah. So he was like, I'll come back in an hour and just see what you come up with. Banging. So um, I was like, do you know what? This is my time. Like, okay. All right. Did you, <laughs> did you feel the pressure because of Definitely. The, the environment that you're Definitely. in? Definitely. And yeah. I felt like I had to prove myself. Like, mm. you know, because it, undeniably, it would be a bit awkward, yeah. Yeah. If I tried... He thought it was shit. Yeah. Now he's got to tell me that he thinks it's shit. Yeah. And, and then also you're And we still got to keep working. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all a bit long. <laughs> so I was just like, oh. But do you know what? Can't can't worry about that. 100. Worry about, like, if it comes to that, then deal with it. It's do you know cool. what I mean? Yeah. So he he left. Um, it's a good thing he like, left as well. You've got oh, a, yeah. a, bit, a, bit, a bit of breathing room. Like, a little you could bit. Just, yeah. Yeah, thanks thanks for leaving. <laughs> you could just reset <laughs> it for a sec. You know what I mean? Not yeah. feel like no one's breathing down your neck. Exactly. So I am... Just recorded little bits and whatever, and then they kind of made it a part of the beat. Funny. He came back in the room and he was like, "I never forget." He like he shook my hand. Oh, and like, he didn't even say anything. He it's just shook my hand. Respect. I was like, "Okay." Yeah. It's yeah. like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Yeah. yeah. He shook my hand and I was like, "Oh, okay." He likes it, and he was like, "Yeah, this is it." Um, Bang him. this is it. Um, and it ended up being the first song on the album, like unappreciated so that vocal sample is just like me just yes. laughing about get then, to know yes get so check to that know, out period <laughs> unappreciated um mm -hmm. yeah so that was like kind of opened up another opportunity to me because then like now he knows that like oh if I ever need a Any, vote, like yeah. you're right here yeah. you're part of my team and and he res like he respects my talent which Good. I like I admire I admire him yeah. for how he's treated me like he knows that I'm here to do a certain job but he's not going to limit me mm. because he knows that like we're a team yeah and if I win he wins and he does try to like um nurture my talent when he can mm. when it's like relevant so and respect is everything 100%. especially when you're in <clears throat> an industry where it is male-dominated yeah. like and not that that is a bad thing but it's it's just one of those battles that we also just have to kind of get through mm -hmm. um I wanted to ask about your confidence mm. during that period of time do you feel like you were almost do you feel like it was courage over confidence that's my question do you feel like you kind of just yes. had to push yourself to do it even 100%. though you weren't a hundred percent there like mm. in your heart like yeah. you were nervous you were this you were that because undeniably like no matter with me it's like no matter how much time I've spent with a certain type of person or people of a certain caliber mm -hmm. I will still forever feel a bit like oh if mm. I was asked to do something to be a part of that project mm -hmm. um or even if I was given the opportunity to, even though you might, I might have known these people for months over the years. Mm -hmm. Like every time, you know, I meet people, like I've known Chucky, I've known like Specs for ages, Dan, all of those like forefathers, do you understand, of the <laughs> game, okay? And I remember like when I had the opportunity to be on all their platforms, it's like I've made a friendship with these people. I've made a relationship with these people for months, maybe, maybe a year prior. But the fact that you've still, like, you you want to have me on your platform. Mm. I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. it's cool because I know you now. But it's still like, oh, I, like, I was watching you guys for years before I even did my own thing. Mm -hmm. And now, what, like, a couple months of me even starting my thing, you're, you respect me enough to have me on your platform. Mm. 
it's crazy. Like yeah. I, I, I get that. So I definitely feel it's it's one of those things, you know, when when you grow up in an industry, uh, not in an industry, but in a way where things seem out of reach and mm. blah, 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 and then you finally make it to a place where you are somewhat content and somewhat happy. Mm. You still kind of have that in a battle. Mm. Do you feel like that was something that you went through in that moment? I still feel, feel like it is something <clears throat> that I go through now, but it's mm. it's it's a, it's, a, it's a me problem. Yeah, like it's it's that imposter syndrome thing that everyone's talking about. Mm. Like, yeah, you do. And especially because I felt like for so long I was, it was never going to happen. Yeah. I was never going to be able to do the things that I wanted to do. So as much as like you're feeling upset by that, there's comfort in knowing, oh, well, you know, it just wasn't for me. Mm. But then now you're presented with an opportunity to be like, okay, well, if it, it could be for you. Yeah. And it's scary to go for that. Yes. So yes. when... <clears throat> it was definitely not a confidence thing mm. at all. It was very much like, okay, I have to try. Because mm. if I don't, then I'll regret it. 100%. 100%. So it was just literally like, oh, F it. Just do it. Just try yeah, it. Do, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? That It was not a confidence thing at all. And I feel like there have been like multiple moments in my career up until this point where it's just been like, F it. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, just do your because thing. what... What's the worst that could happen? A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, one thing that I always, I've been thinking about a lot, especially this year. Um, nobody really talks about the fear of success. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, not that I'm anywhere where I want to be or whatever it may be, but I have, we thank God, accumulated a level of success within my career in a very short period of time. And I remember the first time, like, I was ever like recognized. Mm -hmm. I was ever on a big platform and stuff like that. I get really bad anxiety. Mm -hmm. And you know, everyone tells you, you know, this is how you deal with the negativity. Just take it with a pinch of salt. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. But no one tells you how to deal with the success. Yes. And I remember I literally had like a panic attack one time mm -hmm. on my way home, like on the train. Cause I was like, and it wasn't from like a negative space. It was from like such a grateful space, but I was so overwhelmed by like all the love and all like, all the all the hands that I was just being given mm -hmm. that I was like wait what because mm -hmm. it's it's like you said you've thought about this and you've been thinking about this your whole life most likely do you know what I mean like this is where you want to be this is what you want to do and then when it happens it's like what yeah like, <laughs> it's all of it like what do you mean yeah like, and it's and it's it's so important that it's something that's spoken about do you know mm -hmm. what I mean because you're here to be successful and you should never fear something that you've wanted or mm -hmm. you can potentially build and change your life mm -hmm. or people around you forever. Yeah. But it's a very real thing, mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think. And like, I mean, after doing that first song with him, mm. um, he would come to me for like other bits and bobs on mm. the album. So like even on the album, I'm, I'm there three times, right? right? <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, one one song is like CC mm. featuring Maria Dre. My name's there, ah. which is crazy to yes. me. And and when like the album came out, like after over a year of like um, you know, working towards it and it being out, I literally sat down and I was just like, mm. "What do you mean? Yeah, you kind of just got to take it in for all a from second. a tweet. Words. That's how it feels. Like yeah. all from a tweet. Yeah, and um." off the back of 
doing the album, I, I then like got offered a publishing deal and it was like, Banging. that, that one, that, that blew my head, mind. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> I was literally mm. in bed in May, sometime in May, mm. and mm. I was just in bed. And um, Quabs called me, Uncle Quabs. Yes. Called me again. Yeah. And he was just like, oh yeah, what are you doing today? I was like, oh, just nothing really. Mm. Um, He was like, okay, well, there's a meeting at Sony. Um, Big, big Sony. Which, which wasn't an uncommon thing because... Mm. um. Of Huncho's yeah. publisher is Sony Publishing. So I'd been there before in a um, Huncho capacity, mm. having meetings, whatever. I was like, oh, mm. yeah, yeah, that's cool, that's cool. Um, What time? Yeah, three o'clock. But the um, the topic of the meeting today mm-hmm. is Maria as a songwriter. I said, eh? Sorry, what? Sorry, what? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> what do you mean? And I'm in bed, like, I'm set up in I'm like, yeah. what? Uh, um, okay, yeah, cool. Trying to act cool. Yeah. I jumped out of bed. My mum was in her office next door. Yeah. And um, she was in a Zoom call. And she's like, what, what, like, yeah. what? And I'm just like, I'm going to Sony. And they want to talk about me. And yeah. she's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I go there that day, that afternoon. And I'm playing um, playing my music mm. to like one of the heads up there. And, um. Um, and she's like, yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. So... Look, let's have a tour of the buildings. These are so and so and so and so. One of those will be your A and R. And I'm like, well, they're already. Are, they're I was like, so we're already speaking like this is done. Yeah, like that's it's, it. They, you're here now. It's finished. And I'm like, that's crazy. I literally walked around like, huh? Me? How, how is this? How has this happened? Yeah. All from a tweet. All from a tweet. All from a tweet. Mm. That's actually yeah. insane. Uh, so I mean, that's the position that I'm in now. Obviously. M's released his album. We're working on the next thing. Banging. So we're doing that. And then, like, I've got my songwriting stuff. And this year, I've been able to travel because of it. So mm. I went to Sweden nice. um, for a writing camp that they'd set up. Cool. Met some crazy, crazy talented people out there and, you know, have got some good songs out of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then I went to Atlanta as well for mm-hmm. a... Um, an R&B and hip hop conference and Bang met him. some crazy people out there like, Bang him. you know, and have these people as a part of my network now. Mm. And I just can't believe like this has happened. Yeah. But then as well as the joy, um, as well as the joy that comes along with like being in this position, I also feel a lot of pressure that I'm putting on myself to make the most of it. Why? Because this is an opportunity that doesn't, come mm. by like every day mm. and sometimes there are days where like the pressure makes me stay in my bed mm. like it just makes you just crumble like, today I know I have stuff to do but right now just I'm mm. overwhelmed yeah so I need to just just sleep today yeah <laughs> which is not the most productive like use of my time but I do have days like that I'm it's, being honest you know what it is it's I think <clears throat> we come from like such a Hard, consistent work ethic. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. I know you're fine. Um, We come from like a crazy work ethic. We don't know nothing else but like work, work, hustle, hustle, hustle. Mm -hmm. That like you need to be okay with having those days. Like I, you know, everyone has those days. There's, I I probably have them three times a month. Do you know what I mean? Like I will just not go to work. I have to stay in bed because... If I move, I might have a panic attack. I might break. I don't know what's going to happen. Some, something's going to go wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So 
it's it's very important to just fully immerse yourself in your experiences of course make the most of your opportunities don't ever get it twisted but it's the idea of like work hard so you can work smart Mm -hmm. like you have built so much for yourself like your foundation has been done cemented and is there do you know what I mean that now it's just about working smart so like you can have those days and you shouldn't have to feel guilty about having those days because when you're out of that sometimes you just need a moment to just be in your feelings and then that's it like Mm -hmm. it's like whenever I say to (laughs) I say to anybody that ever asks me about you know they're emotional and they're crying I was like look Something happens, you get 24 hours to cry about it, to scream, to run, to to sleep, whatever. Those 24 hours, do whatever you want to do. As soon as that is up, get up, pick yourself up, Mm. dust it off, whatever it is. It's Mm. hustle time now. Mm. You've got to get your shit together. Do you know what I mean? So definitely like have those days. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have those days because you've been working towards that moment Mm -hmm. your whole life. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it still feels very surreal. Mm. Like another surreal thing that's happened. Um, in Atlanta, mm. I met a guy from Toronto. His name is Capital. Shout out to Capital. Okay. And he had mentioned to me that there's a song that he he feels that like needs a female vocal and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I got back home, like he sent me the stuff and I, I worked on it. And... um. A week later, a video was shot for the song. And literally last night, he texted me and he was like, oh, the song got played on um, Joe Joe Budden podcast. And I was like... Period. He sent me the video. I had a look at the video and it's my voice in the video. Period. And, and they're like, yeah, this is this is major. Yo, da, da, yes. da. And I was like, huh? Mm. Me. Mm. Yes, you. Mad. Yes, you. Very mad. Very. So It's mad, but look, this is... It's, it's only up from here, do you understand? Like, even if anything ever happens, it's not it's not a thing because mm. you've built that for yourself. Mm. Like, it's purely just, we're going to just, we're, we're making it. So we're going to keep making it until we've made it. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's on, that clip is on her Instagram, by the way. Oh, you and can check it out. Check it out. <laughs> check, go to the Instagram clip first so we know we can build up the algorithm and everything there. And then if you want to go check it out on the actual pod, you can go do that as well. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that like, and there have been like so many little moments yeah. in life that have just happened like that, like <clears throat> where it, all the stars just seem to align. Like it's God, but of course it's God. The phrase, the yeah. stars align, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's just crazy. Like mm. what was one thing like I said to myself on my vision board, I'm going to the Brits this year. Period. I'm going to the Brits this year. I'm trying to figure out a way to get to the Brits. Hey, yo. The days, the days, the Brits are getting closer and closer. The, and I'm like, it's not looking like I'm going to the Brits. Listen. I'm like, what? The Brits This is not, my vision board said I was going. So how am I not going? Then I get a text. Mm. Oh, are you available on this date and this date and this date? And I'm like, yeah. It's like, yeah, because um, it would be to perform with Dave at the Brits, closing ah, the Brits. Period. And I was like... So I'm going to the Brits. <laughs> I didn't think that I would be on the stage. Yes. Especially on the stage of the venue that I've worked at for five years. Yes, right. Which was crazy. It's like full circle. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to the Brit school. So when you go to the Brit school and when you're in like year 13, they take you to the Brits Bang to him. watch. So I remember watching it. It was 10 years ago. Mm, and it's then, literally like, full circle. What is going on? Mm, you see God. 
these things happen. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> what, what, where are you at now? Talk about like, I want to know about your career. What have you got coming? What's going on? Like, I want to know everything. Um, so at the moment, I'm just kind of um, just trying to write as much as possible. Mm. I have like, I guess, different artists that I would like to hopefully work with. Everybody shout her. Everybody, like, shout her. I'm open to sessions, guys. Oh, period. Yeah. <laughs> we can work on something. Yes. So, yeah, like, there are so many people that both here and in, in America that I, you know, have my eye on working with. Mm. I'm just trying to write as much as possible and mm. try to get into, like, even, you know, songs for TV and film. Like, that's another area of, like, songwriting that people don't tend to think too much yeah, about. 100%. But, like, there are songs that are just written specifically for... Like a program. A scene yeah. in a TV series. Yeah, you know what 100%. I mean? So there's money there too. So I'm trying to yeah. get involved in that. 100%. Get all the bags. Yeah. So, and then obviously just juggling that with working with Huncho and just what he's got coming up and mm. just being really excited about what's next for him. Mm. And um, yeah, just trying to, trying to stay busy. And like, uh, aside from doing the songwriting and, um, and the management side of things. I'm also like, I do backing vocals for artists as well here and there. Cool. So I still got like doing bits and bobs with that. So mm. it's just, I've I always wanted to make my living off of music. And I feel so fortunate to be in a position where I'm making my living off of music in different areas that I love. Like it's the writing, mm. it's the live performance with the backing vocals, mm. it's the management. And it's just, it's just like, I'm living in my dream, which is, crazy that's it that's banging and it's important that you've actually mentioned all these different areas because mm -hmm. I think when you're younger you know I want to be an artist I want to be this I want to be that and you're we're so stuck on that one thing mm -hmm. and then when it doesn't happen for us through that one thing it's like everything your world crumbles absolutely but be open to other sectors in the industry because it could lead you to where you've always wanted to be do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you said, there's a bag everywhere. Mm -hmm. Trust and believe there's a bag everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like you said, there's music, there's like artistry, there's management, there's PR, there's mm -hmm. A&R, there's um, production type music. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's film, TV, series, even documentaries. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, they need soundtracks too. They need, baby, they, we need it. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? And yeah, sometimes I think like, it's important mm -hmm. to just get your foot in the door. 100, yeah. It doesn't really matter what door in what capacity do you know mm. what I mean like just be in the room mm. get yourself in the room mm. and then when you're in the room figure out how you can make the room work for you 100% and Dang. like that's that is what I think my key takeaway was like just play the long game as much as you can especially like if you're young and if you you know have the support of your family which I which I've been fortunate enough to have and they're not like applying like crazy pressures on you like yeah, yeah, you know yeah. um if you have the space and the time and the opportunity to do it, then just do it. Mm. And then worry about the rest later. Like, it will figure itself out. How, how, uh, how do your family feel <clears throat> now? They, you know, I was speaking to my, my, my little sister and she said to me that she, like, that she admires my um, persistence because, like, for a long time, there was nothing concrete to show mm. for me wanting to do this. Yeah. And like there were opportunities, like both of my par parents worked in like corporate like banking side of things. Right. And it's like, oh, 
would you be interested? Like, there's a job opening in mm. banking. Maybe I could put your name forward. Mm. It could, you know, and like the money would be way better than what I was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, nah, I can't. Yeah. I can't because that's not what I'm, and I don't want it to take my time away from what I want to be doing. Do you mm. know what I mean? So she said that she like really ad- admired the fact that like, even though it was not anything concrete that I could hold on to, I still had enough belief yeah self-belief is everything yeah that I could turn down things that made more sense Mm. and I feel like the the key thing there is we are this generation is very money Mm. motivated Mm. which I don't think is a bad thing I think it's it's very dependent on how you see it Mm -hmm. I think the fact that you are or you were able to turn down you know like banking accounting whatever type of corporate job that was very financially stable Mm -hmm. is is like a prime example that you know you've always had that self-motivation self-belief to be like regardless of anything I'm gonna do what I can to make this work Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like any means necessary to the point where you declined you know a good paycheck Mm -hmm. um a good way of living but a couple of years down the line, you're doing what you love and making enough money to maintain your life and your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it's so important that that mentality is almost refocused. Mm-hmm. Money, you know, money is important. We need money to live and to survive and to live a life that you want to live 100%. But if you've got a passion and a goal, don't let that, don't let the money kind of sway you. But, I I agree mm. and that's exactly like my mentality but I mm. understand like the circumstances that I'm living in mm. as in like I'm still at home with my family mm. they are very supportive of me and not everyone has that so I do understand like yeah. the privilege that I do have yeah. to be in, in that situation mm. so if you do need to work that job to oh, be able to fund 100%. your passion 100%. you should absolutely do that yeah. but what I'm saying is don't if you can if your situation allows mm. For you to maybe make a sacrifice in mm. one area to be able to invest more time or put yourself in rooms then if you can do that then do that but 100%. I can also understand that that's not everyone's situation of course oh, yeah. like I think there's a difference between um like I've always said it's okay to be a creative and work a regular job. Like mm-hmm. I work a normal job. Like my family is very supportive of what I do. They're like my number one fans, mm-hmm. but you know, we don't come from a financially stable household. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my circumstance could be very different to yours. Um, I've got to have a certain amount of income in because not all my income comes to, like not all my income is to be funded into my career. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is for, you know, other household commitments mm-hmm. or this and that and the other so there's nothing wrong with working a regular regular job if it's going to help you boost your career mm-hmm. I think it's more about if you're presented with an opportunity that is more financially desirable mm-hmm. and it's going to take up all your time mm-hmm. and you're you have to make that decision of okay do I choose my passion or do I choose this mm-hmm. but for the for the sake of stability mm-hmm. I think there's always a way to make money do you know what I mean? Legally. There's always a way to it. <laughs> Legally. Just real quick, yeah. I mean, whatever, 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 you understand? Yeah, I know people that do what they want to do in their life. Yeah. But there's always a way. And I don't think 
those jobs are so time time consuming mm-hmm. do you know what i mean and time is so precious it's the one thing you will never get back mm-hmm. so find a balance mm-hmm. find something that will be able to financially support you and all your commitments and whatever else you need but gives you somewhat enough time to also like focus on your career mm-hmm. like perfect your craft mm-hmm. do you know what i mean um because yeah i think a lot of people get to a point of and it all comes down like to, like i said to self-belief like if i didn't have self-belief i could easily just stay in my full-time retail job and on my days off just be at home mm-hmm. but no like i'm filming after work i'm filming on my days off like i'm making the most of the time that i do have because it's something that i have a lot of love for mm-hmm. and i see longevity in what i want to do um definitely maintain the love and the self-belief that you have for your passions because that's the only thing that's going to keep you going when you do have to work mm-hmm, do you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah it's yeah. true it's, it's really true mm. and i think it's interesting though because i don't know if if i believed if i'm being honest i don't know if i believed in yourself a hundred percent i just knew that I don't want to do that. Mm. I think it might be, it partially comes down to like being stubborn. Oh, right? yeah. But not stubborn because like, <laughs> I'm so sure that this is what my calling is. It was more like, like no, I, just, I just know I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, like, no, that's not for me. That's not it. Mm. Um, yeah, so I feel like, yeah, if I'm being fully transparent, that that was a, a big part of it for a time. Yeah. Because I did feel like a bum. Mm. Like I was working. I had money that like, mm. I could take care of myself yeah but because like I wasn't doing what I felt I needed to be doing Mm -hmm. I felt like okay like this is embarrassing Mm. you know what I mean Mm. and it just it just so happened that like COVID happened and then like I was just like you know this is my time to try you're lucky you had that moment like that switch because a lot of people don't Mm -hmm. you know like and everybody has, you know, their own struggles that they go through. But I think COVID is one of those things that either really helped people or, or really, really didn't. Ruined. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially with creatives, a lot of creatives have lost touch with what they love because COVID just wasn't, it just wasn't a good time for them. Yeah. So it's a, like, it's a blessing that you had that switch to be like, you know what? No, mm-hmm. fuck this. Like this is my time to figure it out because the world is on lockdown. Honestly. And now what do we do if the Can world is on lockdown? we lived in that? Like, Child, that, that is crazy. We, we lived in a whole pandemic. <laughs> what? For what, two years? A year and a half? As we in, like, on lockdown. You go to the shop and there's nothing in the shop. Oh my God, do you remember when, <laughs> when people were reading the, the supermarkets? When there was uh, no toilet paper? There's no toilet paper. Oh my God, that was a scary time. Yeah. The, like the, the shelves were empty. Empty, bro. It was like apocalypse yeah like, you, know, you, know, <laughs> you know how like you know when you have those skeptics that used to always like prep and have like yeah, hands yeah, yeah. Through the, yeah. i used to think raw maybe yeah, i should yeah, 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 yeah. and then i would open my 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 pantry and my mom's just bought beans like just beans, beans. <laughs> oh my beans and rice things that would last it's forever literally it's just like okay well at least we know that we'll uh, survive we'll for su- a bit at least but... we, we got we got a couple of years in yeah, us there you know was, what I mean? a lot of beans in the in the cupboard but um, oh wow yeah, that was crazy that we lived through that time. Do you think yeah. Do you think you would survive like a zombie apocalypse? No. Really? I'd be like first to go. Ah, not first. Second. <laughs> <laughs> Let me 
thinking about someone's body. <laughs> really? Second. The thing oh. is, like, I don't know if I have that that level of fight in me. Like, if no, you see me, the warrior spirit will have to come out by force by fire. I'd just be like, curled up in a ball, and be like, it's so no. sad. I'm going out like no, this. No, don't care. <laughs> And you'd be like, no. Uh, you're, well, you're, you're the one that like gets picked up in the group. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, literally. Go. You're going to have you dragging me. I'll just yes. be like, oh, like, this... no, let me die. Yeah, because I'll be like, Please. this is so sad. Like, no. I'll be, I'd be like feeling emotional about it. Yeah, so by, yeah, yeah. while I'm there crying, the yeah. zombies coming, I'm just like, oh, oh. no. Like, <laughs> guys, we can't. First of all, God forbid. God forbid. Imagine. God forbid. Yeah. But. Nah, man, you see, zombie apocalypse hits. I'm on go is it? mode. Okay, well, I need to stay around you then. Oh, you just drag me. Just shout me, baby. <laughs> so, my yeah. God. No, yeah, that's crazy. No, I don't feel too optimistic about my survival no, in a situation like that. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. We just got to... Do you know what it is? You've got to ride it out until you realise that that's it. This is just the new world. And yeah, it's just but then zombies. when you see shows like, you know, like The Walking Dead, I don't, yeah. like, watch it, but like, I get the concept. And it's been going on for how many seasons? I'm thinking... How are, they, point, how are these yeah. people still like, I would have given like, yeah, I hear it because it's true. I think about that. Like, okay. <clears throat> say the zombies about now. Mm. Like they've, it's just their world now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's actually just their world. So then are they ever going to die? No. no. Do we ever get rid of it? Cause it's a based on a disease, isn't it? So yeah. if this disease is still spreading, it's forever spreading. You know, I, how are we going to get rid of this long. disease? It's actually mad. Yes. Yeah, Maybe I wouldn't want to live. This is the thing, because mm. you're just anxious all the time. Mm. That's long. You can't sleep. You can't give birth. You, you can't do anything. You can't make noise. You, nothing. Where, and what are you eating? Beans. <laughs> Beans. <laughs> For the rest like, of your life. I just, it just seems like really long. It's just straight games. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so... I don't know. I don't really see myself doing too well in that situation, but God forbid. God forbid, honey. Yeah. God forbid. <laughs> okay. It's my favorite I don't know part. how we ended up there. I don't know, but <laughs> it happens. It's conscious conversations, baby. We go from the real truth to the fake zombies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. It's my favorite time. Okay. I'm very competitive about things yeah. like this. So. I, love, I, lo I love that because I am the exact same. For those of you that are new to my channel or new to the pod or are listening via Spotify, at the end of the majority of my episodes, because um, I took a little break for a little while, I like to do a couple riddles just to, you know, have some fun, maybe, you know, test the people no pressure, out. No pressure. No, no pressure. It's strictly, it's strictly, uh, strictly banal. <laughs> <laughs> I am just going to flick through. Hmm. Okay. I got three for you. Oh, is you ready? Okay. Okay. I'm often bought into the battle. It's true. Through bullets and arrows go right through. I change as you travel around the world, as inspiring pride as I am unfulfilled. What am I? One more time. Mm. <laughs> you got it, yeah? No. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm often bought into battle, it's true. You're saying bought or brought? Brought. Like they bring it yeah, into you bring battle. bring it into battle, okay. It's true. Through bullets and arrows, go right through. So it can, it can, okay. yeah. Um, I change as you travel around the world, inspiring pride as I am unfulfilled. 
actually hard. Uh, not um, hard. Are there any clues? It's a bit hard. I'm not going to lie. This one. Think of like, okay. Think of like, what does every country in the world have? Every country in the world has it has a thing that when it's when say say like if we went to war when I say we if if the UK went to war because me I'm not going anywhere <laughs> do you understand but you see how these people are at war right yeah, now yeah, yeah 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 what do they what what do they bring to show that they're from this place flag yes it's a flag it's a flag it's a flag oh <laughs> I'm she smart. was like a flag <laughs> wait can I hear it one more time yeah no, no, no it's a flag. I'm often brought into battle, it's true. So, you know, in battle, they... Yeah. With a flag. Um, through bullets and arrows, go right through. I change as you travel around the world, right. inspiring pride as I'm unfulfilled. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That was quite hard. Yeah. I would have never got that. But without your clue, I wouldn't have got it either. Oh, but... <laughs> do you know what? It's mad. I do riddles for everybody. If anyone tries to do riddles on me, oh, my Ooh. God, the way I would cry because I'm not doing it. Okay, so that's one point for me. Her. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the next one should be somewhat better. We'll see. In a place for the sick, that's where I'm found. All day I produce an unusual sound. If I take many breaks, you are perfectly fine. If I drone on and on, it's a very bad sign. What am I? Is it the little heart monitor machine? Oh my God, yeah, you got that. Yeah. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> yeah. Listen, madam, she's coming she for all of you, period. Okay, last one. I have roots, but I do not need sunshine to grow. If you don't cut me often, people will know. I am many colours, maybe black, white, or grey. Oh my God, I didn't even finish it. She got it. <laughs> you know what, yeah. Round Thanks, of applause. Guys. Thanks, guys. Thank Shout out to me. Up period, <laughs> as you should. Thank you so, 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 so much. Thank you for having for me. Coming. I was so nervous, but this was fun. Yes, I'm glad, I'm glad. Is there anything you want to put out there? Anything you want people to go check out? Whether it's like your personal stuff, Emhancho, yeah, well, whatever. I'm on Instagram, at Maria Drea, M-A-R-I-A-D-R-E-A. Mm -hmm. And obviously, always working to yeah. push Emhancho. So follow him too, Emhancho, M-H-U-N-C-H-O. <laughs> and yeah, just follow us and like you'll see what we're up to. And um, 100%. Yeah, thank you Make, for having me. You're so welcome. Make sure you guys do all of that. All the links are going to be in the description below. You know, go show love to all of M. Huncho's work. Everything's out. Yeah. Everything's coming out soon. There's yep, more stuff. More always, stuff soon. they're always working. Maria Drea, of course. She's, a, she's an artist as well. We got to show her love. I'm sure thank you've got you. things coming out. At some point I'm working, in the future, 100%. We <laughs> got a hustle. Um, I really hope you guys took a lot from this episode. Very inspirational, especially for the women up there. I'm here for you guys, <laughs> okay? Um, yes, peace and love, and I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you.